I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors, and we get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hi, everyone. My name is Heather Havenwood, and I am super excited to have you here today. Um, I am a I am a serial entrepreneur, but I'm also a marketing and sales coach, and I work with so many different people that are expanding their business online. and And I'm super excited today to have someone here that I've had the opportunity to meet and to connect with. Um, he is he's really good at helping people, basically myself and entrepreneurs, to really be able to expand their business in an easy way. So I'm super excited to hear and. Have have you have you meet Nathan? Nathan, are you there? Heather, I am here. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So Nathan Hirsch is a serial entrepreneur as well, just like me. We have that in common. An expert in remote hiring and e-commerce. He started his first e-commerce business out of college, dorm room, and sold over three, $30 million online in products and services. And he is now the co-founder and CEO of FreeUp.com, a marketplace that connects businesses with pre-vetted freelancers in e-commerce, digital marketing, and much more. And of course, he's regular on podcasts. Well, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love talking about hiring and free up and, and everything that goes with it. Great. So something that we were talking about, like, as you know, my my company, I actually um, help people launch people's podcasts. I actually help them get um, on other people's podcasts like this, guesting, as well as doing sales and marketing. And we've talked about offline about how challenging it is as a freelancer, as an entrepreneur, to really be able to grow and expand. And we talked about the different systems. So let's just talk first about systems and structures and scaling in today's world. Yeah, I mean, the gig economy is booming right now. I mean, if you're not taking advantage of hiring remote workers, then you're really missing out. And what goes along with hiring them is coming up with the systems and the processes that go with them and really figuring out what do you need. So I like to think of it as two different ways to hire people for your business. 
The first way is taking things off your plate, getting your hours back, and coming up with a list of things you do on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis, and creating systems for that. I have a three-month rule where I don't do anything longer than three months, at least in the day-to-day operations, without coming up with a system and taking it off my plate. Now, the other way- Hold on. It's not a teaching moment, right? Hold on. So, okay, let's talk about that. So first I'll look at the camera. You're not looking at the camera. Let me know if you know that. Um, Sorry, I'm just using the other camera. We switched Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. No big deal. But so as far as that, so let's talk about systems. You have a three-month rule, right? So that you don't do anything for more than three months. I love that. That's really, that's impressive. But some people might be going, well, what does that mean? If I'm hiring someone outside the United States, one, if they're not, in the United States, they're expensive. Or if they're outside the United States, they're not, but then they need so much hand-holding. Hand-holding, how do you actually create the system? Yeah, so this is what I'm doing right now. I just hired another VA, actually two of them, um, that I'm putting through my process. So I have an 80-page document that I've spent three years working on. I didn't just wake up one day and write 80 pages. I, I slowly built it up. Every time I came up with a process, I wrote it down. and Once I got my own team, I made it their job to update this document as we go along. And once a month, I would just check in and look at the doc. And if it wasn't up to date, I wouldn't yell at them, but I would figure out why and reinforce that it was part of their responsibility. So over the time, this document got longer and longer to the point where it's pretty good and it's pretty long. So now that I'm hiring someone and my business is a little bit bigger, I need to value my time at the highest level. So what I do is the first three days, and I'm paying them for this time, these new VAs are just reading the document and asking questions. And I'm being supportive. I'm encouraging them to ask questions. I'm telling them that uh, to let me know what I can do to help them be successful. But at the end of those three days, I'm quizzing them on that document before I start investing my real time into it. So either they understand the material or they don't. And if they do, then we'll move into one-on-one training. Luckily, now I have VAs that will also help with that. But in that first initial group, I was the one doing that training. So that's what I recommend doing it, whether it's videos or documents. It could be three pages long, but give them an opportunity to go through it and learn it and then quiz them on it before you really invest your time on one-on-one training because so that's do time you, that you do you have. So do you segment it out in each particular kind of job or each different task? Is it one big, huge document for your whole company? Because there's obviously graphic people are different than programmers, different different podcast editors, different assistants. Do you segment that out or do you do constant cross-training? Yeah. So I don't do constant cross-training. If you think of my business, you've got the accounting team, the recruitment team, and my team of assistants that handles with clients. So everyone has their own different stuff, but some of it, it goes together. For example, our billing day is every Thursday. Well, billing day involves accounting, but it also involves my assistant that talk with clients. So they need a system, hey, at eight o'clock we do this, at nine o'clock we do this. So a lot of times it has to do with the actual situation and how to solve every situation um, because stuff pops up out of nowhere that every single process or every single part of the business. I also hire people at different levels, which this kind of gets into what I was trying to say before with turning weaknesses into strengths. Mm -hmm. So with taking stuff off your plate, you're hiring basic level people and showing them your system, your process. For weaknesses or strengths, I'm hiring mid-level specialists or expert-level consultants to come in and do something that I can't teach them how to do it. I can't teach a graphic designer how to become a better graphic designer, but I still need to hire graphic designers. Right, right. Okay, got it. So, because you, like you said, you can't hire, you can't create talent. You know what I mean? So, I think that lots of times we, we talked about this before is that 
I think that a lot of times is the entrepreneur like ourselves has does everything ourselves or we rely on high end talent, like graphic designers one. I rely on high end talent people to really do the work for me. But I know that there's high end talent too in the Philippines. But my process is my challenge is and it comes across with my clients too, how do you sift and sort? How do you start to hire that in such a way where if someone leaves it doesn't hurt your business, doesn't slow your business down. We talked about this before. I had a, someone who was my editor, but he was also a lot more, and he left after a year and a half, and it really halted a bunch of projects. And I don't, I, I can't do that. It's it's money versus time, right? So how do you do that in such a way where someone leaves or not, and they're all over in the Philippines, and nothing gets cogged in the wheel? Do you just spend your days just managing people? So I had a situation, this was before um, FreeUp in my Amazon business, where I spent six months training this internal employee to do everything because I thought, hey, it could help me sleep better at night. They can handle every part of the business, listing, customer service, everything. So at when I was done, great. It's time for me to take my first vacation. First day of that vacation, the person quit on me. So six months down the, down the drain right there, and I have to start over. But I learned a very valuable lesson as a young entrepreneur to really departmentalize and to really make people earn it. So the the people that run my billing, the people that run my recruitment, the people that run my assistance, not only are they are they with me for life, in my opinion, because I built that relationship, but I also treat them very well. Their pay goes up as the business goes up. Yes, there's a chance they quit, but I do everything possible to avoid it. And for the roles that I can't possibly do that for everyone, I'm departmentalizing where I teach people to do specific things. And yes, over time, I'll slowly teach them more, but I very rarely fall my, into a situation where it takes me more than a week or two to get someone going again. I can't, my business can't stall for three months. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So when someone leaves, how long does it take you from hiring to onboarding process to get them in the system? What's that time frame? And let's just be, let's be clear for people listening. You're most likely hiring people in the Philippines at this time. Is that correct? So free up is five to seventy-five dollars an hour, U.S. and non-U.S. Um, I use people in the Philippines for day-to-day operations, and I use U.S. people for um, for stuff like my Facebook ads and the higher-level stuff. And then I also have the mid-level people. They're U.S., non-U.S. Some of them are India, like my graphic designer. It doesn't really matter. Right. Okay. Great. Great. So that also that also the next question I have people might be thinking as well: How do you manage all that? Is there a particular system or structure that you have where everything's managed and you're controlling all the assets? The reason I share this is because this has happened to me quite recently where, um, again, this person took the assets, meaning the things that they're working on when they left, they took them. And that's stuff with clients. They actually took the content, right? So um, the question I had was like, how do you protect your content, right? And how do you protect... Um, how do you structure that in such a way where everything's in house and people leave and you still have that content? Yeah. And you asked the speed, the speed question before too, and it kind of all goes together. So, I mean, one of the reasons that I built the free up platform is based on all those risks of using other platforms based on all my experiences that I had. And we wanted to create a way where the freelancers wanted to be there. They were happy to be there and they also don't want to get removed because that is, that is the best way to get results when people actually want to be there. So right. what we did was we created a platform where we get hundreds of applicants every week. We take the top 1% based on skill, but also attitude and communication as well. We let them in, and then we make them available rapid fire. 
with 24-7 support and a no turnover guarantee where if they quit, we cover replacement costs. So we created that and I use FreeUp myself. I only hire freelancers in the marketplace because it's so hard to get in. Once they get in, we're bringing clients to them. They don't want to do anything to get removed. They care a lot more about making sure you and I are happy mm-hmm. than they do about anything else because that's, the, that's their revenue stream. Now, there's a second side of it, and that's building relationships with people, which I try to do. I had someone quit on me a few months ago, which was the first time that that's happened to me in probably over a year. We have very low turnover. But when he left, we left on great terms. He's not going to do anything because we, we had built that relationship. So there's always going to be risk. There's things that you can do to reduce the risk, like using free up or coming up with your own system of getting people that have that attitude and communication along with the skill. But there's also that relationship building that you have to do that is the easiest way to reduce your risk. Okay, great. You're talking about the relationship building with the um, with the worker, correct? Yeah, and there's always a chance that someone could screw you over even if you build a long relationship. But I'm talking about percentage-wise. The yeah. better relationships that you have, the lower risk that you are going to have. So I think that it was you that was sharing with me that the psychology of people in the Philippines, or let's just say outside the United States, they're more interested in having that long-term relationship or long-term employee relationship versus freelancer. Like it's almost, you can get better people if you say, here, I'm going to pay you X amount per month. Is that, would you say that's incorrect or right? Uh, that wasn't me. I, I, part of it's true. It really, it really depends on the person. And we have plenty of U.S. freelancers that are um, incredibly, that are incredibly talented and loyal and all that stuff. Um, I mean, the, one of the biggest reasons that it's just easier to maintain someone in the Philippines is just the cost. Because let's say I find someone that I like in the Philippines, and let's say their base pay is five bucks an hour. Well, if I double their pay to ten, they're going to be pretty loyal. It's pretty hard for them to match that. If I bring them up to fifteen. I have them for life. Not everyone, but again, we're talking in percentages. Right. Um, With the U.S., it's it's a little bit harder to do that. I mean, even if you take someone who's thirty bucks an hour and you bump them up to forty, eventually they get to the point where maybe they're worth fifty. And and sometimes it's hard to to justify that once you get to a certain point. So that's where I see the issue more than the actual people and like their culture and their background. Because I mean, we have U.S. freelancers that have been on the free up marketplace for three years with plenty of long-term clients doing projects and, and and there's really never issues. But then there's also us freelancers that the second that they get a higher pay, they're out the door as you've seen. So, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question. So, um, for me as someone who's going to be a client of free app, how, what's the cost? Yeah. So it's free to sign up. There's no monthly fee. There's no minimums. There's no obligation. It's in our best interest to get you people you like. You can stop using us at any time. The fee is with the hourly rate or the fixed price rate. We take 15% with the $2 minimum per hour, 15% on fixed prices. So it's free to sign up. It's free to meet people. You don't even have to give us a payment method unless you want to hire someone. And then when we bill you every week, we take that percentage out before we pay the freelancer. So if we say Bob is 10 bucks an hour, you're paying 10 bucks an hour, nothing else. Got it. Okay, great. Well, I, I mean, I love this service. It's awesome. And I've been using Odesk and I've been, I reached out to Nathan. Actually, I reached out to my Facebook group and said, who's the best at, you know, hiring um, and managing every season? I got introduced to Nathan. I mean, so that's what happened with my network. And he's really good. You're really good at structuring things where people can come through the system. But 
I, you know, now you and I share this, I share this with you and I share it publicly too, is that I'm not a systems girl, you know? So me thinking about creating this big document or some big training manuals, like I'd rather sit by a pool with a margarita or like, I don't know, be run by hippos or something. I just, it doesn't, that just drives me crazy. Do you have any kind of I don't know. What advice would you give someone who's like me? I'm more of a sales and marketing out there and creating some kind of structure with, you know, like I'm not the one that reads the manuals for the bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, one or two things either has to happen if you're not going to do it yourself. You either need to right. hire a CEO or get a partner that is more systems and processes. Um, I mean, with my business partner, Connor, he's much more like you. He's more on the marketing. He's great at getting clients and, and all the lead generation and, and all the, the content and stuff. He's fantastic, but he's not a system person. So I compliment him very well because I can make things run very flawlessly. So that's one option. The other option is to just hire a freelancer. We live in a pretty cool time where you don't have to hire someone in the U.S. for 40 hours a week anymore or pay them $100,000 a year. You can hire someone that can be a project manager remotely for five hours a week. Maybe it's 15 hours a week up front until you get it organized and then they just check in with you for a few hours. So that's that's a really good strategy and and I've done it for things that, that I'm not good at. I mean, for, for development, neither Connor and I are developers, but we still have a lot of dev work that needs to get done. And how am I supposed to manage developers when I don't know how to develop? So we hired a developer that also can project manage and then hired other developers that work underneath him. And we talked to him in a project management sense and he translates it to a dev sense. So it's the same type of concept. I love that. Okay. That's great. That makes sense. And yeah, we are living in an amazing world that we can do this anywhere, you know, anywhere. And I think it's awesome. So, okay, great. Well, I mean, like what else can we talk about? What else can we share and help other entrepreneurs who are just getting started or people that are saying, Hey, I really want to scale. Because I think one of the biggest challenges right now is agencies in e-com businesses, the big ones. Um, there's a lot of, um, e-com businesses, obviously Amazon, not Amazon, Shopify that are doing really well and they want to scale. And we're in an economic boom right now here in the United States anyway, and I think across the world. And I don't think it's slowing down for a while, but how do we really keep things going in such a way where, you know, it's kind of like managing the ship. How do you do that? Do you have a software or anything specifically that you want to share? I, so I keep it very basic and, and free up is at about a nine to $10 million a year run rate. And we use Skype, we use Trello, we use Jira for managing developers and that's pretty much it. And it's very organized because we have group chats that everyone can go to for different things. I have a group chat with my accounting. I have a group chat with my devs and it's all marked in favorites and you can do the same thing in Slack or, or whatever software you're comfortable with. That's not really the point, but you can keep it very organized just by doing um, those meetings in terms of, scaling, one of the biggest things that I've done is I focus on low risk, high reward situations. And that means investments that if they don't go well, I'm not becoming homeless. I'm, I'm looking for small amounts of money that I can put in different things. And if they work, I put more money in. And if they don't work, I pull it back. And an example of that is my lead generation team. I hire people in the Philippines that will constantly reach out to podcasts, to partners, to to potential clients, mm -hmm. very, very low risk. It doesn't cost very much. And when I land a client, it can be very high reward. Same thing for my Twitter and my Instagram. I, I hired an agency off the free up platform to run my Instagram every month. It costs a few hundred dollars. What's the worst case scenario? I fire them after three months and lose 600 bucks. What's the best case scenario? It's one less thing that I'm not good at that I don't have to do anymore. It's getting clients. It's already getting clients. 
um, and that can take off and grow my brand. So not, not every single piece of marketing and scaling works for every single business. You have to figure out what works for yours. And the best way to do that is by focusing on every little low risk, high reward situation that you can and adjusting to the market. Okay. Got it. Okay, great. Well, I think probably people are going to be asking you about the, about the Instagram person here soon. Okay, great. Well, Nathan, um, I just love what you're doing. I think it's great. You and I both live, we lived in Orlando or you live in Orlando now. And I used to live in Orlando and Winter park. Um, you know, before we get going, where can people find your company? Where can they get a hold of you and what do they need to get started? Yeah. So if you go to freeup.com with three E's, my calendar's right at the top. You can book a time. I'd love to talk to you about your business and how I can help. If you create an account, uh, mention this podcast, get a free $25 credit and me and my team are there to do everything we can to help your business. Awesome. I love the fact that you're making it simple, like Skype, Trello, and that's it, right? I'm pretty easy that. to contact. Any social media channel, my number's on the site, my calendar's there. Pretty easy to contact. I love that. That sounded cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, all right. I appreciate your time. This is Heather Havenwood. Uh, you're listening to um, Heather Haven with the win and Nathan. And one more time, what's your website? Freeup.com with three E's. F-R-E-E-U-P.com. E-E-E-E. Why did you name it that? <laughs> um, so when we first started, e-commerce was our focus. So the third E stood for e-commerce. We couldn't get the one with two E's, but now it's just kind of, I don't know, it's how we're, well, we're known. Maybe we'll buy the one with two E's someday, but for now it's three. I get it. Okay. I'm just, just curious. There's Freescale here in Austin. So I always hear in my head, Freescale, you know, free, but free e up. Okay, everyone. This is Heather Havenwood. Go check him out at freeeup.com. And uh, again, this is heatherhavenwood.com. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy SEAL of probiotics, is now available at Energy with heather.com look tens of thousands of real people including myself has used p3om to manage constipation bloating gas acid reflux abdominal pain and much more look as you'll learn when you go to energy with heather.com p3om uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut so your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200, and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.